Okay. <laughs> so I am feeling, I'm feeling many things. I always go through this thing, right? Where maybe I'm so analytical about it because I am still learning how to self-mother myself or like reparent myself and, and find that equilibrium place where I can just feel at ease with myself without having to feel like I need to analyze and reanalyze how I'm doing every part of the day and all this kind of thing, right? But until I get there, this is kind of my rhythm, right? It's just like, I always feel like I need to be checking in with myself. You know, I've always kind of had this thing ever since I was 12, where I just always had this sense that I need to be taking full ownership of who I am and what I do in this life and full accountability for everything that I do, full transparency, full honesty with myself about everything that I do because at the end of the day, I'm the only one that I can, you know, blame or be at fault or, or congratulate or, you know, like those kinds of things about how I did my day, right? Like how I lived my life and, you know, like, I guess I just learned at a younger age that it was like really important for me to just pay attention to, to how and who I am influences the world around me, but also be paying attention to how I can make sure that's being an intentional thing. Like not just falling upon living life in a certain way and then wondering where, how I even got there, right? But like living a very intentional, conscious, like, I guess in some ways kind of a planned way of, of an intentional desire-inspired way of living, right? Like, I'm not much of a planner. I'm more of a pantser kind of a person. But one thing that I have noticed is that <clears throat> I really do care. I care about so many nitty-gritty things. I care about making sure that I'm... I'm doing my very best, right? Like, it explains it so well in this book that I'm still processing through, right? Leaning on Jesus by Michelle Wilson. About this process, how, you know, she creates this analogy, right? Where it's like, as a teenager, we might have used, like, a handheld mirror. You know, we kind of see different things that we can improve here and there, and we just kind of touch up here and there, and we're on our way, right? But as we age, it's like we start looking at the mirror, but we don't just look at a regular mirror. We flip the, the mirror to like the extra, like zoomed in version of this mirror. And that's the way that we see ourselves. That's the way we judge ourselves. That's the way that we just kind of do our everyday, right? And I've just been really grateful to just kind of take some time to then read further, right, in this chapter that then goes into the beautiful parts, right? The beautiful parts where it's like, yes, we may judge ourselves harshly, right? We may, you know, think that we're this way or that way, and we might accurately be judging it. Like, look at that magnifying mirror, right? It's right there, right in front of us. We can see everything, all our faults, everything, right? There's no... Um, kind of like no ignoring it basically right um but then on an in another way oh i just love when she gets to this part right where she basically says but there's a big but here we only see ourselves with fluorescent lights in this world right we could only see ourselves with our imperfect minds and how we process what we see visually right and so with that in 
in mind, what if we were to consider how Heavenly Father or Christ, how he processes us, right? Does he see us just with just a fluorescent light? And is that what, how he sees us? Or how does he actually see us, right? And then it talks about this beautiful, like the way she describes it in this tiny paragraph. It's so succinct, right? And she just does such a good job. And basically she just talks about how they don't just see us with the fluorescent light. Like they see us weaknesses, strengths, past, present, future. They see us purely, right? With with the light of love, right? As their lens, you know, like that whole process of thinking, right? us with loving eyes right they don't see us with eyes to criticize and and all this kind of stuff they see us with eyes of love right and so then I'm just like hey I've, I've got this right I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get this under my belt right and there I go my merry way of just doing life being who I am and, and everything right and and you know I'm, I'm just like this regular person but also just like extra slightly, slightly a little extra broken than anyone I know, right? Like, I just, like, this regular person is slightly more broken in some ways. And and I just feel like I'm constantly five steps forward, 20 steps back, five steps forward, 20 steps back. And that's just kind of a rhythm I have to be accepting of because of just, just a lot of things in my life that are just kind of perpetual currently, right? Like I haven't mastered the recipe to know how to overcome said challenge and other struggle and other brokenness that I don't really know how to piece together and said level of faith so that I can figure this process out and not be feeling the, the aspects of feeling so broken so often, so much, right? So... So thankfully, I started the day with these beautiful writings of these beautiful authors, whether it's Michelle Wilson or Anne Bascomp, right? Or like um, just these beautiful writers that just bear their souls in their writing about how much they love Jesus Christ, right? How much they love, you know, the life that they've been given to do their best with, right? And I just love their level of gratitude that is just so like you could touch it right like you could feel it it's just so real anyways I love it I love it so much and so I've been kind of soaking in some of those things while also just kind of doing my regular day-to-day choresy things and like helping people here there everywhere kind of things and and just that kind of life right and then every so often I have to check back in with myself because then I get tired and then I'm just like okay what's the next thing and I guess I get I get kind of hard on myself sometimes with how tired I get by simple things right you know all I did today was like you know read some things ponder on some things chore up some things and like help with help with tiny little questions about different things and and then it's like a certain hour of the day and then I'm like I'm kind of wiped but then I have to think back and be like oh yeah <laughs> I spent like the whole evening trying to appease this like tiny little child um and help them get back to sleep and you know the whole nighttime parenting kind of stuff that that doesn't really get written down in books or anything to pre-warn anybody about this aspect of parenthood <laughs> as this like I wouldn't call it naive I was loving right I loved being a babysitter right I loved every second of it 
I loved everything about it. I even did the nanny thing before I became a mom. I was like, I got this. We got this. Have the baby. <laughs> I still remember the first time. It's like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, wait a minute. It's like, it's like 1 a.m. How come, how come, what, what just happened here? This is the alarm clock that I did not set. Like, what is going on, right? And then I find out, you know, through own experience, it's like, babies just, babies don't sleep through the night, right? Like, that's like what happens when kids are like, you know, 10 and up, maybe, right? But until then, they just kind of like, they sleep and you never know how long they're gonna sleep for, right? And, and then you're expected to be this on, on person for them at these different hours of the day. And you're just like, I did not know I signed up for this part of the business of like signing up for nighttime shifts. Oh dear, right? Like, I was like, I thought I was just gonna do the reading stories. I was gonna make some cute little crafts, make some cute little suppers, and like play some games. And then we all tuck ourselves in and we stay there, right? Like we stay there and we're quiet and we have a good time sleeping because we love our sleep, right? Everybody loves to sleep? Nope. <laughs> but, you know, it's okay, right? It's like, I, I get to this point in the day and I'm like, I'm just really tired, right? And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm still in the nighttime parenting phase of life, right? Like, this is what, what my life has been for like the last 12 years, right? Like, every so often we do get this, this lull, right? This lull, this like, you know, week to week, day to day lull where it's like, oh, everybody slept last night. Oh, what is this world look like when, when everybody has slept in the house, right? And so that's been kind of fun to just like ponder a little bit on that life and be like, yep, this is what life looks like when people don't sleep, but we still carry on anyways, trying to do our best and that's okay.